You are listening to Lone Star Community Radio on 104.5 KCZW LP Conroe and 106.1 KZCC LP Conroe and worldwide on IRLoneStar.com. Welcome to the last Monday in August. Labor Day weekend is coming up. Aren't we excited? The last big summer blowout, whatever. So I am Margie Taylor, your host for Conroe Culture News. And uh, this is sponsored by Roger Stein Chiropractic. The guest today will be Simon Cicada from QuadVest and Harry Hardman. He's vice president of Lone Star Groundwater Conservation District. And they're both going to talk about water. But a few things first. Uh, so Labor Day weekend, generally that means that there's a lot of sales. There's the summer sales, and we have shops. We have the Assistance League of Montgomery County, which is a great place to get bargains. We have a store right across the street from the radio station. Well, not directly, directly, but close enough. And uh, they're Sweet Texas Treasures. They will having, be having a three-day sale Friday, Saturday, Sunday, three-year anniversary from their Montgomery store. This store has only been there less than a year, but they have lots of Tex-Mex type clothing, some fun stuff. It's a boutique. Then there's also Mimi's on Main. So go check it out. Uh, hit the downtown area before you go to the mall because there's less people and uh, you're working with small businesses. So also the last first Thursday concert of the year will be Thursday, September 5th with Escape and they are a Journey tribute band. So if you like Journey, uh, last year they were scheduled to play and then we had lightning so they didn't get to play and then everybody gathered under the pavilion with their chairs anyway waiting and they said no we're not coming out there's lightning so we're looking forward to having them come out again uh, the last first thursday of the month which is thursday september 5th and the music starts at seven and goes until nine free 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 there's also the market days with produce honey jams and other products from four to eight bring your chairs but not your alcohol red brick tavern will be serving adult beverages and other drinks and snacks inside the Heritage Park. So also get ready for the 2019-2020 season with both the Players Theater Company and Stage Right. They kick off their performances on Friday, September 6th, and they have a three-week run, both of them until September 22nd, of the Wild Women of Winedale, which sounds very interesting, and that will be at the Crichton Theater from Stage Right. And Owen Theater will have uh, Mamma Mia!, so I'm sure some of us have heard of Mamma Mia, and that will be at the Owen with the Players Theater Company. So uh, you can find all that out by going on Facebook, Experience Downtown Conroe or Greater Conroe Arts Alliance. Check it out. So without further ado, we're going to talk about water. And I encourage anybody who has any questions to go on Conroe Culture News on the Facebook page and ask those questions, and we will follow up with you as promptly as we can. So again, I have Simon Cicada from QuadVest. He is the president of QuadVest. It's a family-run organization. He can tell you about that. And I have Harry Hart. Vice President of Lone Star Groundwater Conservation District, or the district, <laughs> to make it short, right? Yeah. Okay, gentlemen, so tell me, uh, Harry, let's start off with that. What, what is Lone Star Groundwater Conservation District? Well, th thank you, Margie. appreciate you letting me uh, participate today. So, so Lone Star is the conservation district. There's a little over 100 of them throughout the state of Texas. And um, so we're about the, the conservation of, of groundwater, right, the, the effective management. And 
I wanted to read our mission statement just so I didn't forget it. So the mission of Lone Star uh, includes honoring and protecting private property rights by affording an opportunity for a fair share to every owner of each common subsurface reservoir underlying Montgomery County. We're also committed to providing a regulatory program that encourages the best conservation and development practice for the groundwater resources of the county. So we're looking, you know, all conservation districts are looking to, to sustain the most valuable resource we have, which is water, uh, in the most cost-effective um, and, and conservatory nature possible. Okay, so what's been going on with the district lately? I know you've been, <laughs> there's so many things, <laughs> but you're working on uh, new management rules? Sure. And what does that mean? Well, uh, it's a good question. So every five years, uh, the um, Texas Water Development Board and, um, uh, well, conservation districts are required to update their management plans, and that is to include uh, DFCs or desired future conditions. So in 50 years, in 70 years, what do we want, you know, what do we, uh, A, expect Montgomery County to look like as far as population, density, that sort of thing? And what do we want the aquifers to look like? How much water do we want to have left? How do we effectively use that between now and then? Um, so those, those require different models, uh, different methodologies, and um, that's been the kind of the crux of, of some of the um, consternation and uh, challenges that the districts had. Um, because some of the rules that were uh, in place to affect the previous management um, uh, plans were ruled to be illegal. And so we're, we're, we're trying to adopt a whole new methodology to respect what I just talked about, which is private property rights mm -hmm. and, um, um, and equal share. So uh, that different methodology is, um, uh, was, uh, we submitted our plan back in, in May, I believe, and the Texas Water Development Board decided that it was uh, administratively, um, uh, I can't remember the exact term. They didn't like it. No, they didn't like it. <laughs> So, uh, it, it, no, it was administratively incomplete. So okay. uh, we uh, subsequently have appealed that, and we will be talking to them on, on October the 3rd about that appeal. So it's, uh, that's, that's one of the things is the management plan. On the positive side, though, um, you know, our board, we all ran on, on um, s several issues, but one of them was transparency. Uh, <clears throat> this past month, we... Uh, we kicked off the first month of uh, total transparency from a meeting standpoint. So um, from now on, you can watch all of the Lone Star meetings live on our website. They're, they're uh, video streamed. Uh, we are archiving them. So if you can't, if you can't see them in person, uh, you can watch them at your leisure. Mm -hmm. um, so everybody in Montgomery County can see exactly what transpired during the meetings. There's no nuances or anything else. You can see it directly from directly for yourself. Everything except for the executive meetings. Exactly. Okay. All right. And you just passed something at your last meeting, correct? Yes. Yeah, that was a, that was a big deal. So we, um, we took a very hard look. That was another thing that we promised is we were going to, you know, try to make things as affordable as possible and as efficient as possible. So uh, last month we also approved a 19% uh, a rate reduction uh, on our water rates. That's and, huge. Yeah, and we also um, decreased our uh, approved a budget that was five percent less than what uh, the current budget was. So 
If you look at the uh, the two combined, it was uh, you know over twenty percent, almost. 25%. So it's moving in a very positive direction. Absolutely, and we're not done. We're you know this is our first year as a board. It's the first time we're looking at everything. It's all kind of new to us. Uh, we're going to continue to look for ways to uh, improve our operational expenses and and you know continue to make things as affordable for the citizens as possible. So. We could come back to this, but since we're kind of talking about transparency, there was something that said from SJRA that uh, the district was not being transparent about what they're doing, and that's why they need to increase their rates. Um, yeah, and I think that's that was an interesting... Uh, and, and, and we Simon's have, smiling. <laughs> you just just tell me when to jump in. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to take some great water okay. here. I'll let you take a break for a second. Simon? So, um, so First say why you're invested in this. So, so uh, my name's Simon Zicate. I'm the president of Quadvest, and we're a water provider. So um, you may get your water from the city of Conroe or the city of Montgomery or Mud District 102 or Quadvest. That's all we are as a water provider. Um, and I, I just really find it dishonest for a, a water provider to say that they're going to increase rates on people based on uncertainty because my chlorine cost didn't go up and my cost for electricity didn't go up and my labor cost didn't go up and my cost to fix leaks didn't go up or bill customers. None of that changed. I'm a water provider. I think the SJRA is just using this as an excuse to increase rates on people in Montgomery County. And that's for people that get water. Now, remember, the huge majority of people in Montgomery County do not get any water from the San Jacinto River Authority, not one single drop. So how does uncertainty increase the cost of water? The truth is it doesn't. I think the SJRA is, is becoming a little bit desperate and wanting to blame other people for their mismanagement. My opinion. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, and I, I addressed the SJRA at their board of directors meeting last week, and, and uh, I'll quote for myself, you know, Lone Star has no part in the setting, invoicing, collection, or payment of separate GRP fees, uh, which are groundwater uh, reduction plan fees. Uh, instead, the district invoices the GRP sponsor, which is, which is San Jacinto. You know, we bill them. Uh, directly for the amounts over the water use fees for all the GRPs. So, um, and, and, and so SJRA collects those fees on behalf of Lone Star, and I think one, one of their contentions is some of the large groundwater um, users have not paid their, their full share of the Lone Star fees, which they say has put them in a financial disadvantage. So um, we can understand that. And so part of, you know, I can't speak for the board, but I can say with a high degree of confidence that as part of our new rules uh, moving forward, uh, we are looking a hard look. We're taking a very hard look at just, um, you know, taking this shit. We don't want to put them at a financial disadvantage. You know, um, that, that would be the last thing we'd want to do. So we're looking at just billing those users directly. Right, it's been a it was a pass through for SJRA. We'll take the administrative thing off their table. Uh, we'll put the you know uh, any um, uh, you know cost of money or any of those types of things. We don't want to put a financial burden them, on them at all. So we're, we're looking to probably just directly bill those uh, users moving forward. That's that's pretty fair. Uh, tell me and anybody's listening what GMA fourteen is. 
So GMA stands for the Groundwater Management Authority. The in boy, there's going to be a test at the end for you know acronyms. A lot, yeah, yeah, a lot of inside baseball, <laughs> and I'm still learning a lot of them. But there are 17. Um, there, so they're the regional uh, water management groups. So there's 17 of them throughout the state of Texas. GMA 14 um, consists of, I think, seven counties, all the way from you know Galveston all the way up to Waller County. Um, the biggest ones, obviously, are Fort Bend, uh, Harris County, and Montgomery. So um, that's the regional authority that um, you know manages, uh, purportedly manages things holistically from a from a regional perspective. So they manage and control the subsidence caused by the withdrawal of the groundwater collectively? No. Uh, so one of the things that we do, and we're also trying to change this too, is uh, one of the interesting um, challenges that we see is we all share what we call a common underground reservoir, right, which are the aquifers. So uh, interestingly enough, aquifers don't, uh, don't really know where I-45 is or, you know, Beltway 8 or, stop or Montgomery County is or Harris <laughs> they County. They just flow. They just flow. They just flow. <laughs> they have no rules. They exactly. just flow. <laughs> and, and so, you know, we have been managing this resource from a political perspective. And some of that will con- will obviously continue, right, because it's about, um, it's about authority and, and, and ownership and all that type of thing. But you can't, you know, you can't have a big swimming pool and Simon's in the shallow end and I'm in the deep end, right? And say, okay, Simon, you got to reduce your, your water level by eight inches, but Harry, you have to increase yours by, by four inches. Same pool, right? What goes down on one side goes to the other. Now, because I have 12 feet, you know, that, uh, that eight inches are, is not going to be as, as, um, um, important to me as somebody who's in three feet of water sure. right? on a percentage basis, mm-hmm. but you have to manage this whole thing holistically. And that's one of the things that we have been trying to bring to the table, but um, which makes way too much sense, which is why there's a lot of uh, pushback on it. And, you know, I think a lot of uh, perceived abdication of control. Um, and so subsidence is a whole nother issue. We'll talk about that yeah, a little bit. Absolutely. More. So, uh, Lone Star manages the groundwater. Correct. And SJRA manages both. Or they were supposed to be the surface water, but now they're doing groundwater, correct? Well, I think they've, yes and no. Um, the woodlands, the SJRA owns the water wells in mm-hmm. the woodlands. There's 37 water wells in the woodlands. So they own all of those water wells. So um, just think of them as the wholesale provider of groundwater to the woodlands. And then there's the woodlands mud. So basically the woodlands muds are an intermediary between the SJRA and um, the homeowner. Um, In addition to that, the SJRA has purchased water from the city of Houston in Lake Conroe. So they are a surface water provider and a groundwater provider in Montgomery County. They don't regulate it. State regulates surface water. Groundwater in Texas is regulated by groundwater districts. So where do you fit in? <laughs> <laughs> I'm here to hold the government accountable. <laughs> okay. So uh, are you being taxed more? Well, um, you know, that's probably one of the most frustrating aspects of this, this long, multi-year water saga in Montgomery County. Uh, as of last week, 
Quadvest customers in Quadvest have paid the San Jacinto River Authority $17 million. And we have never received one single drop of water ever. And when you tell customers that, most of the time their head spins around. They're mad. And they should be mad. Um, we're paying for someone else's water bill. And it started off really small, and people weren't that upset about it. I mean, they didn't like it. Um, but now people understand it. And the new Lone Star Board has helped get the truth out. And now people are fed up with it. And that's happening all over. We're just one water provider in Montgomery County. There's a few hundred. We're all really in the same boat. There are only five entities in Montgomery County that get surface water. Everyone else pays that water bill. So everyone has that. Everyone um, has that is what well, you're saying? Well, I'm going to call them, you know, if you have a backyard well, you're exempt, so you don't have to pay it. There is a minimum pumpage. So if you pump over... 10 million gallons a year, you're considered a large volume groundwater user. Mm -hmm. And so that means you're subject to different rules. Mm -hmm. So, yes, all large volume groundwater users had to deal with this forced conversion, forced conversion from groundwater to surface water that the old Lone Star Board and the San Jacinto River Authority enacted in 2009. I don't want to get too complicated here, but... But those were deemed illegal, right? That's right. That's right. Okay. So, so catching everybody rules. up here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, Quadvest and, and many others, uh, we, we sued the Lone Star Groundwater District, and we filed an administrative appeal process against the Lone Star Groundwater District. We did not sue the SJRA. The SJRA sued water providers in Montgomery County, and then several water providers in Montgomery County countersued the SJRA. So let's leave that aside for now. So It's all it, very complicated. It, it's very complicated, but these two agencies have worked together for almost 20 years now to accomplish this, and so you're, you're really stuck with trying to pull them apart and, and you know, fix things. That's really how you, you get to the end of this. So um, in the administrative appeals process, we got to the courthouse steps and Lone Star said, okay, you're right. We will, we agree that these DFCs are no longer reasonable. Like Harry talked about, there are mm -hmm. desired future conditions for the aquifer that we disagreed with. And Lone Star said, okay, you're right. We agree. Now in the lawsuit, um, we, ha we have a final judgment from the 284th court here in Montgomery County that these rules that force water providers to sign the contract with the SJRA are invalid. The from large volume, volume The large user. volume groundwater users. Mm -hmm. They are that, that that contract, that rule that forced water providers to sign that contract are invalid from the beginning. Not just you can't do that ever again that it was invalid from the beginning, which has pretty serious implications to these contracts related to the San Jacinto River Authority. That lawsuit's over. Lone Star accepted the final judgment. All the other uh, plaintiffs accepted the final judgment. Mm -hmm. It's over. Lone Star is marching along, as Harry said, with new rules protecting people's private property rights. Very positive. Very, yes. Yes, they've said, fine, Let's move on. And so now we're left with dealing with the San Jacinto River Authority and 
these contracts that a judge ruled to be invalid and rate increases and a lot of other things. Okay, well, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. And I'm Margie Taylor, and this is sponsored by Roger Stein Chiropractic. Since 2004, Roger Stein Chiropractic has offered spine and joint manipulation services to residents of Montgomery County and surrounding areas. Conditions treated include lower back pain, migraines, headaches, whiplash, carpal tunnel, neck pain, sciatica, joint pain, sports injuries, herniated discs, and complications from pregnancy. Roger Stein Chiropractic, led by Dr. Stacy Rogers and Dr. Brian McGee, is an integrity-verified chiropractic clinic. Call 936-441-9990 for an appointment or visit rogersteinchiropractic.com. That's R-O-D-G-E-R-S-S-T-E-I-N, chiropractic.com. Want to check out the fastest-growing sport in the world? It's right here in Conroe, Texas, and it's roller derby. Conroe Roller Derby is a nonprofit recreational league of women and men who want you to come and check out the fast-paced, hard-hitting game of roller derby. The Conroe Cutthroats practice at Rainbow Roller Rink on Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Sundays. You can find our game schedule and more information on our website, www.conroerollerderby.com. Hispanic Chamber Connections with Dr. Carlos Sanchez, president of the Woodlands Conroe Hispanic Chamber of Commerce, featuring event announcements, member highlights, and more. Tuesdays at 1 p.m., broadcasting from the heart of Conroe, Texas, on IRLoneStar.com and Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1. Lone Star Community Radio is ready for the summer. If you or anyone you know is looking for a summer internship, Lone Star Community Radio is a great place to learn the radio and TV business. Contact the station at info at IRLoneStar.com or call the station's message line at 936-647-3776. Lone Star Community Radio offers a great opportunity to those interested in learning about the radio world. Okay, we are back after some discussion. So I hope you're listening and I hope you're learning about all about the water and uh, the entities involved here, whether it's Lone Star Groundwater Conservation District, otherwise known as the district, or it's uh, San Jacinto River Authority and uh, Quadvis is a water provider and we all need water. So this is an important topic. It's important to talk about and for everybody to understand the different terms and, and what's going on. So another question that comes up lately, if you're looking at social media or the paper, is about subsidence. What exactly is subsidence, Harry? So subsidence is um, the uh, effect of um, over-pumping um, over of groundwater that causes uh, grounds to, um, to drop. So uh, in Harris County and in Fort Bend County where there was... Uh, substantial groundwater pumpage due to you know the oil and, and, and rice fields and that sort of stuff they, they saw some significant um, uh, drops in the um, uh, in, in, in the elevation of the ground in, in, in tens of feet right 15 20 feet 
uh, which is, you know, which is very, very um, disconcerting, right? And it, it uh, has a, a very negative effect on, uh, you know, could potential, uh, increased potential for flooding, you know, a lot of different things. So uh, the Harris-Galveston Subsidence District was created specifically to address that, and they have been doing that for, you know, the last few decades. Um, in Montgomery County, we, we take subsidence very seriously too. I don't want to get off into a lot of weeds because it's already, it's, it's already complicated enough. But mm -hmm. one, of the, one of the key differences is there's five main aquifers that, so there is not just one big well of water that we get water from. There's, there's five different uh, main aquifers uh, or pools of water. And the, the Chico and the Evangeline are, are two of the, um, the major ones that everybody to the south of us takes water from. And they're also, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, um, one of the least, the, some of the shallowest, right? And so when you uh, take those two into consideration, um, the opportunity for subsidence is significantly greater then in Montgomery County, where we take the majority of our water, we do take some from the Chico and the Evangeline in South Montgomery County, but the majority of, uh, of our water pumped or uh, withdrawn is from the um, Jasper, which, has, which is totally separate. I mean, there's geological separation. Um, all of the, um, the geographical um, composition of, of, the, of the Jasper uh, really minimizes the opportunity for subsidence, which is why we feel um, very confident that, um, you know, we can um, effectively use groundwater for the foreseeable future, um, you know, based on the fact of, of our geological differences between where we are in Conroe and even, you know, North Harris County and certainly, you know, Galveston. It's just... It's just uh, geographically much different, right? So the further, uh, the further south you go, the, the bigger an issue that is. So we have water. We have water. And, but there is some subsidence in the woodlands? Yeah, I think there's, that, that's fair to say that there is some evidence of some subsidence uh, in south Montgomery County. Um, but let me, let me take, take people back to 2009-ish when the the conversion from groundwater to surface water really took hold. And we didn't hear any talk about subsidence. There was no discussions about subsidence. In fact, Lone Star had to issue this um, over 100-page report to the Texas Water Development Board called an explanatory report, and that's exactly what it is, explains why Montgomery County is going to convert from groundwater to surface water. And we do a word search on the explanatory report, and subsidence is not found in the report one time. The SJRA was saying, we're running out of water. I remember the speeches that um, Jace Houston and others at the SJRA were giving all over town. We're, we're running out of water. Right, right. Well, as it turns out, that wasn't true. We have 180 million acre feet of groundwater underneath Montgomery County. That's all the lakes in Texas combined, multiplied times five. And that's what Lone Star is saying, too, that we have plenty of water, right? Complete agreement. Okay. Now we're all in agreement. Um, you add to it the private property rights issue, which, again, uh, SJRA used to say, nobody owns groundwater. I never forget Jay Houston standing up saying, nobody owns groundwater in Texas. 
Well, nobody may own the moon, but nobody don't live in Texas. If you own the land, you own the water. They lost the argument with, uh, we're running out of water. They've lost the private property rights argument. Then they moved on to the subsidence issue. Um, and it became really a scare tactic, I think, where people think, well, we had all this flooding, and, you know, this didn't happen until after Harvey. I think that was when this... It was a lot of water, though. It was, and I think... Two years ago today, as a matter of fact. That's right. So it's all about water. We're right on topic. Not (laughs) enough and too much. (laughs) Right. And and so um, it, it um, it was very opportunistic to scare people into believing that the land is sinking, and if there's another great flood, then your house is going to flood. We, um, we were fortunate enough to depose um, some of the experts from uh, SJRA and Lone Star, and we asked the question, is there a subsidence in Montgomery County? Yeah, there may be subsidence in the southern parts. Is it caught with a question? Was that caused from groundwater pumpage in Harris County? The answer was possibly. Is there any known subsidence caused by pumpage in the Jasper Aquifer? Now, these these are engineers. Which is the one that's mostly used in Montgomery County. The deep aquifer, these people are under oath, and they say no. Okay. So, is there subsidence in Montgomery County? What caused it? Where is it being caused from? I I think, finally, the Lone Star District is going to go study this. It's never been studied. So when someone runs around saying, well, we have subsidence, eh, maybe, not sure what's causing it, we need to go figure this out because it is an important issue and it's a serious issue. But we haven't had this issue, right, that anybody really knows about, but it's just like a key word lately that's buzzing around? I, I don't know. Uh, well, it's something that's just reared its ugly head very, very recently. Yes. Okay. Um, and so as Simon alluded to, uh, this is what August. So in in uh, June, um, we approved a uh, study, uh, a dedicated study just for Montgomery County with regards to historicals on subsidence. You know, uh, uh, Harris Galveston uh, has done a number of searches. Uh, I'm sorry, um, studies on subsidence. Mm-hmm. Um, Montgomery County has always been kind of con- you know kind of included, but there's never been an exclusive detailed. Just because, you know, up until very recently, the population of Montgomery County never warranted any of this, right? So if you look at the population growth, its density of of people, where they're drawing the most amount of water, there's a lot of different things that happen. So we're just now getting to the point where in places like the Woodlands, you know, probably Conroe at some point, maybe Magnolia, you know, some of the more metro areas of Montgomery County, that could potentially be an issue. But really, if you look at, especially with Conroe and Magnolia, since we're they're all Jasper users, very, 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 very minimal, um, um, you know, opportunity or likelihood of subsidence. Mm-hmm. Especially when you when you compare that, you know, what's what's the opportunity cost? What is it going to cost me for that one tenth of one percent that I may, you know, my, my my ground may drop six inches in the next ten years, versus you know doubling my water rates? You know, what, what's you know, what's, the what's it what's, worth? Yeah, yeah, what's it worth? Right. And so, um, so we are doing. We are. We do take it very seriously. I think Simon, you know, uh, brought a couple of things up, and uh, it's one of the things I thought was interesting. Is you know, 
the SJRA is talking, you know, they, they met at the, uh, they came and talked, Ron, Ron Kelly talked at the GMA 14 meeting week before last, and he was uh, proposing balance, you know, all, all this balance, where, you know, where everybody's at each other's throat. We need to have a balance as far as groundwater utilization. We need mm -hmm. a, a, a balance for, um, you know, private property rights. Yeah, you, you kind of have them, but don't take it too seriously, um, you know. And I think, and so I, I went and talked to the SJRA board last month, and I said, you know, to me it's kind of interesting that a monopoly, and they, they are a monopoly in the woodlands. They own, you know, as, as they, they have all the, you know, all the wells in the woodlands. They have all the surface water in Montgomery County. You know, they, they made sure that nobody else could sell um, surface water in Montgomery County. They own it. They own it. And so I think it's always interesting <laughs> that a monopoly would come and say, let's, you know, let's be balanced when the very definition of a, monopoly, of a monopoly precludes balance, right? And I think also interestingly is that those 37 wells in the woodlands where everybody is most concerned about subsidence, those muds are pumping more than their allocation than they have been for the last several 70%. years. 70%? <laughs> well, even now, well, the, when the 70%, they were over that, and now it's at the 100%, and okay. they're even over the 100%. So if they are, you know, if SJRA is, is truly concerned about subsidence, if all the mud districts are truly, you know, and again, this is my personal opinion, not that of the Little You're not Starboard. speaking of the board, this yes. Whole thing, this whole thing has been, a, you know, my just personal you, opinion. Just you, <laughs> Big, big, big disclaimer. Harry. <laughs> yeah. So to me, in my simple mind, if, okay, if you guys are that concerned about it, you're one of the five locations that can get surface water from, from Lake Conroe. Change your balance. They've actually, in the last couple of months, SJRA has actually reduced the amount of, of uh, surface water that they are providing people because of the cost, right? And so um, they can solve subsidence today by turning off all the pumps in, uh, you know, in South, in South Montgomery County in the Woodlands and go 100% So they can just water. stop the nonsense, sure. stop yeah. the babble about but, subsidence. But, but only to a certain <laughs> part. Leave from of, the front. Yeah. Well, but only, and this is another thing, you know, people in Harris County are still pumping too, and they are not stopping. And there are a lot of wells that are just south of us in right. extreme nor North Harris County. Because water doesn't know boundaries. Right. So, <laughs> you know, conceptually, we could, we could turn off the spigot and, and everything go surface water. But there's still some susceptible, uh, um, you know, some opportunity for subsidence because the people south of us are not stopping, and and, and that's growing. Uh, and I think it's important to note that there are there are two subsidence districts in Texas, uh, Harris County Galveston subsidence and the Fort Bend subsidence district. Both of them are subsidence districts because of known subsidence. And in those subsidence districts, Harris County they're pumping 300,000 acre feet of groundwater a year. So they didn't say, we're going to stop pumping groundwater. They just said, we're going to minimize it. They're pumping 300,000 acre-feet. Uh, Montgomery County's pumping about 90,000 acre-feet. Fort Bend County is pumping 200,000 acre-feet. So we have these two subsidence districts with known measurable subsidence, studied, documented, pumping two and three times more than Montgomery County. So the notion that just because you're a subsidence district, you're going to shut off the spigot, you can't do it. Harry just said he had a $942 water bill. Oh, my goodness. If you want to shut off the groundwater <laughs> spigot, your water bill is going to be more than your mortgage. And who wants to do that? So 
I think the notion that, well, subsidence is going on, let's stop it. That's not what, that's not the best way to deal with the subsidence issue. So let's talk about something else that's uh, very dear to your heart, Simon. Okay. What, what else is going on lately? What is the recent claims going on? Yeah, I think the, uh, the flavor of this month right now is... Um, <laughs> we moved on to a new topic. ...is false. Um, and, <laughs> yes. I, and I was told that next month there's a locust plague that's uh, groundwater pumping is going to cause. Okay. So, All right. Um, we'll deal with the locust plague when the next, next month. So we've heard that there are faults. Um, it, I'm not going to say being caused by groundwater pumpage, but there are faults in Montgomery County that groundwater pumpage affects. And I think the answer is yes. The groundwater pumpage does affect faults, and so does extracting oil from the ground and gas from the ground and salt domes. All of these things affect faults. The 1964 earthquake in Alaska affected the faults here in Montgomery County. I know that sounds crazy, but that's true. Um, huge floods and hurricanes affects faults. And so we don't really know um, what's causing faults to move. There's there's not faults everywhere. There's just a handful. I heard there was a fault under the, uh, uh, the pool, Conroe recreation pool you know i've seen maps of faults and and uh, you know some of them don't match the other maps that i've seen so i really don't know it's kind of a new did a you new hear issue. that uh i heard that yes okay i have i've heard that um again you know what are we going to do about it we we certainly should study it we need to understand what causes faults to move um and then what are we going to do about it well um let's figure it out first. Let's figure out what's causing this. And if there's things that we can control, then we may be able to, to make some changes. But what are you going to do about hurricanes and floods and salt domes and earthquakes? The answer is nothing. So I, I think it's just another one of those scare tactics. It's one tactics. of those act of God I, things. That's, that's right. Um, <laughs> and, you know, it doesn't affect everybody in Montgomery County. And I know if you're right house is on a fault or if your pool is on a fault that doesn't make you feel good um but that's not a reason to stop pumping groundwater no absolutely okay we're going to take another break and regroup and we'll be right back and this is sponsored by roger stein chiropractic Does volunteering at a nonprofit horse sanctuary sound wonderful? Or are you a veteran or a veteran spouse and think trying a peer group session through a local Horses and Heroes equine program might be worth trying? Henry's Home Horse and Human Sanctuary, located in Grand Central Park by appointment only, is home to a growing number of rescued and donated horses. Visit our website at henryshomehorsesanctuary.org or check out our Facebook at Henry's Home Horse and Human Sanctuary for more information. Since 2004, Roger Stein Chiropractic has offered spine and joint manipulation services to residents of Montgomery County and surrounding areas. Conditions treated include lower back pain, migraines, headaches, whiplash, carpal tunnel, neck pain, sciatica, joint pain, sports injuries, herniated discs, and complications from pregnancy. Roger Stein Chiropractic led by Dr. Stacy Rogers and Dr. Brian McGee, is an integrity-verified chiropractic clinic. Call 
441-9990 for an appointment or visit rogersteinchiropractic.com. That's R-O-D-G-E-R-S-S-T-E-I-N, chiropractic.com. A Lone Star Community Radio is Montgomery County's radio station with talk, music, weather, and traffic for Montgomery County. Have a question or comment about one of our shows? Want to know how to reach a host? Just contact the station at IRLoneStar.com or call in and leave a message at 936-647-3776. Get involved with your community with Lone Star Community Radio. Hey guys, this is Connor. This is Dick. This is Chris. And we're with the Ticket Stub Podcast every Thursday live at noon on 104.5 and 106.1 FM in the Conroe area. Also, anytime at IRLoneStar.com. You go to IRLoneStar.com backslash TTS. You can find all of our social media. And don't forget, we give away two tickets to the Grand Theater on every show. If you like movies and you like complaining or celebrating anything that has to do with the silver screen, check out the Ticket Stub Podcast and join us every Thursday at noon o'clock on Lone Star Community Radio. Okay, we are back. I'm Margie Taylor, your host for Conroe Culture News, Taylor Eyes PR, and I'm here with Simon Cicada with Quadfish and Harry Hardman, Vice President of the Lone Star Groundwater Conservation District. We're talking about water on this two-year anniversary of the hurricane uh, that brought in like 50 inches of water to our area, lots of flooding, and so water is a, is a big topic. So a couple things I want to talk about, um, you know, so it is said that uh, the SJRA had some control or didn't control, whichever, the flooding that went on in some of the residential areas all the way to Kingwood. Thoughts? <laughs> well, clearly, I, I think the fact that they did not um, do a better job of pre-releasing water. Um, Instead of just opening up the gates? Yeah, I think... <laughs> letting it, it all roll? Yeah, that, that's been well documented. Um, I, I think their, their methodology, methodology has changed, which is a godsend. But, you know, the, if you look at the, the statute of the River Authority, you know, it's 87 years ago is when uh, SJRA was, was formed. It, it, was, it was really to manage uh, the San Jacinto River, mm -hmm. right, its tributaries and everything else. And so we really don't hear a lot about what, you know, what they're doing on an ongoing basis. As far as managing yeah, that. Yeah, uh, and, uh, you know, I'd like, I'd like for the emphasis and, um, you, you know, the, um, the focus to be on that part of the authority as opposed to being, you know, the surface water uh, vendor in Montgomery County. And it's kind of switched. It isn't really, there isn't much talk about that, right? It's all about the control of the water and the surface water and the groundwater and the rates. And let's talk about the rates. Yeah, What's I going think on with that? it's interesting that you bring up the flooding issue because um, I think the flooding issue and the rate increase um, have something in common. I think they're linked. Um, and, and the reason I say that is there can be no justification for increasing water rates on somebody that you don't provide water to. It just I don't think it takes a rocket scientist to figure that out. But the SJRA is mired in over 100 lawsuits, and they've hired armies of attorneys to defend against these lawsuits. And there's only a few sources of revenue from the SJRA. One of them is pumpage in Montgomery County, taxing people through their groundwater pumpage. 
And so the question that I've been asking that I'm trying to figure out, I don't have an answer to is, are we paying for lawsuits related to flooding? Um, because it doesn't make any sense that we would be, there would be a rate increase for any other reason. Um, and, and I think, um, I think we're going to have to get to the bottom of that. Um, we've sent letters to the SJRA and said, um, you're overcharging us. Here's the proof. We want you to prove that you're not. And they ignored the letters. So there's been no response. Well, the last response was, um, we're already in a lawsuit and take it up with the judge. (laughs) So, so what's happening September 1st? So September 1st, um, everyone in Montgomery County that, that is in this groundwater reduction plan with the SJRA is getting a rate increase. Um, depending on whether you get surface water and groundwater, how much it goes up, um, anywhere from, I think, 19 cents to 42 cents or 45 cents, something like that, per thousand gallons. Um, and and, and what's, what's really terrible about all this is most people's water bill in Montgomery County, about half of your water bill is the San Jacinto River Authority. Depending on where you get your water and depending on, you know, the city charges rates different than the muds and we're different than, you know, we all have different rates. But about half of your water bill is the San Jacinto River Authority. So the San Jacinto River Authority taxes the end user through the water providers. And so we're just stuck in the middle. We have to go raise this fee. And I call it a fee. To me, a fee is something that you use, but you're not using water. I call, that's why I think it's a tax. So we're stuck passing this tax on to the end user, essentially for nothing, because it is for nothing. Um, that starts September 1st. So these water bills that go out, whenever they go out, sometime in September or October, these, the customers are going to see... Um, a substantial increase in their water bill? Probably the highest water bills they've ever seen in Montgomery County. And it's from the San Jacinto River Authority. Yeah, get ready. It's, get it's, ready. It's unfortunate. So what can we do about that? Well, um, I started a petition. Um, uh, it's called um, Stop the SJRA Rate Increase. You have to go to change.org. And you can sign this petition, and we'll be presenting that to the Montgomery County Legislative Delegation. You can go to the QuadVest website. We will have that petition uh, on the website. We've posted it on uh, many different websites in Montgomery County. Um, and just sign the petition, and we will make sure those that petition gets in the right hands. Yeah, I definitely would encourage everybody to reach out to our state reps and, and, and state senators, right? They are very, uh, they're keenly aware of this. They're very passionate about they the are. water issues. Yeah. Will Metcalf is the person responsible, uh, as was uh, Judge Keogh and, and uh, uh, you know, all, all the state reps in, in changing Lone Star from, from a, uh, an appointed board to an elected board, right? And so change is possible. We need to keep the heat on, um, you know, Senator Creighton, Senator Nichols, mm-hmm. um, Representative Bell, Steve Toth, you know, uh, all the cast of characters. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I've talked to, I've talked to Steve on, you know, he is, he is very, very, um, willing to get engaged. So everybody, you know, we all have a voice, so, um, don't be afraid to use yours. Right. And, uh, as I said, come, come to our meetings, you know, um, we're, they're open to the public. Yeah. Second Tuesday of every month, uh, six o'clock. Uh, the next one, September 10th. 
Thank you. Uh, Tuesday, September 10th. I would also definitely um, uh, encourage everyone to go to the SJRA Board of Directors. Which the next one is Thursday, September 26th, yep. 8 a.m. It's quite an impressive facility. Um, you have a great view of the lake. It's, uh, it is a beautiful it, facility, yeah. but so is Lone Star's. Yeah, it is. <laughs> you know, they both are. Their, their view is a lot better than you ours. you got construction <laughs> around your site. <laughs> so. Yeah, that's right. But, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's a daunting thing, right? And, you know, I got involved with this simply because, you know, I was getting bills with, you know, commas in it during the summertime, right? And um, I live in the city of Conroe. The city does a great job of, you know, some people that are listening, uh, their providers may just lump everything into one. Uh, city of Conroe, um, uh, you know, they they, they itemize it. They itemize it. So Mine's I know itemized too. I know exactly how much I'm paying for the, the mm-hmm. city water, how much is Lone Star, how much is SJRA, how much is garbage and, you know, all, of that, all that. And um, it's just incredible to me. There's been a couple of times where my SJRA tax was more than, than my water bill. So, um, you know, everybody, it's, it, it is kind of confusing. We're trying to make it as, you know, less confusing as possible by, by being on here. But just get vocal and, and let your representatives know things need to be changed, right? There needs to be a lot more accountability, I think, uh, on the authority side. You know, they are, uh, the governor appoints all of the, uh, all the board of directors for the authority. So, you know, maybe a mix of uh, elected officials and, and appointed officials, you know, accountability. If I don't do my job next November, you know, I could be on the So people may not know that the San Jacinto River Authority used to have control over Lone Star Groundwater Conservation District, correct? Yes. Yes. Uh, And and I think that there's maybe... (laughs) They were appointed board members. That's right. San Jacinto River Authority had a a, uh, appointed seat on the board. Lone Star was created in 2001 by the legislature. Um, And it was an appointed board and not until... Um, 2017, um, Will Metcalf, Senator Creighton, and, and the Gilmer County Legislative Delegation changed that appointed board to a, an elected board. And you've seen what this new elected board has done here in less than a year. We're talking about reform, reducing costs, following private property rights laws, transparency. Um, it, it just do, takes time. It takes time. They've done a terrific job in less than a year. And the previous board that was controlled by the SJRA, you know, for almost 20 years, they really had their way with us in Montgomery County. So it takes some time to undo some of these things. And, and Lone Star can only do so much. They, they are, I think, doing all the right things. Um, but it's also up to the individual, you know, customers. It's also up to you, your municipality or your MUD district. Um, you know, if you want your water bills to go down, you're going to have to get involved. You just can't sit back and ride the coattails of everyone else that's fighting this. You you have to get involved. Well, and I think people did get involved. That's how y'all got elected. And people are responding more, and they can make a difference. So by going to the meetings, because there is a um, 
an opportunity for people to say what's going on, what their questions are in every meeting. I don't know, but is there also at San Jacinto yeah, well, at the there's SJRA? An there's an opportunity for public comment. Yes. Yeah, but yes. Not, not necessarily a question and answer. Well, no, no, no. Yeah. Public comment um, that you just say something for three minutes or so. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can also go um, to the commissioner's court meeting. They have that as well. I went to the last one, and there were 20 comments. <laughs> It was fabulous. So, I mean, you can get involved in making a difference. You just have to step up and do it. That's right. And the change.org petition, uh, we'll put it again on Conroe Culture News, and you'll have it on uh, your Quadvest Facebook page and yes. your website. Yes. So follow it. And I know some of us have signed that already. Thank you. Yes, thank you. <laughs> so uh, just get involved in what's going on. It's all about water today. Yep. That's Isn't that right. ironic? Two years ago today. Yep. Yeah. Timing. Yeah. Yeah. We're and we're in a you know it's pretty dry. It's pretty dry around here these days. We've just had right some now, rain recently. There, there are yeah. some things going on right now. Yeah. Uh, but you never know what direction it's going to go. Right. Well, and that's that's one of the things about, you know, um, conserving things and looking at things holistically, right? right? So if, you know, God forbid we get into a sustained drought for years and years, we're going to have to look at, you know, potentially some alternatives. But we need to make sure that, you know, it's affordable, it's effective, right? So um, the way things are today, a lot of things could be done, changed very easily. If, if, if SJRA ceded their monopoly on, on surface water, and allowed, say, the city of Houston or other providers to come in and sell, um, you know, allow the free market to work as it could and should, um, everybody else in the area has viable alternative, you know, uh, water sources. We don't, right? So as long as we are faced with a monopoly on on the alternative, um, things aren't going to change. Do you think that there's ever the opportunity where all, everybody will come together at the table and, Talk about how they can work together. Well, um, <laughs> there's always hope. Let's be nice. Yeah, I, I think um, <laughs> I'm not sure if if the current management at SJRA would be open to that. Um, so, uh, I mean, there, I think there's something to be said about government bureaucracies just protecting their bureaucracy, and, and um, you know, they they may not want to let that go. So. Eventually, eventually, though, there's going to be either a judgment or a negotiation. It's not going away. These things work their way through the courts or they get settled. So um, so the answer is, one way or another, there's going to be change in Montgomery County. I just can't tell you when. Um, and, right. and, and I think you want to be at the table. If you're not at the table... It'd be better to be amicable about that than... Absolutely. ...fighting. Absolutely. You know, Margie, I'll, I'll tell you one of the things. So what we what we're doing is the hardest thing to to do, which is to change the status quo. Uh, and I'm very frustrated about the time that it's taking to do that, but we're committed to doing it until we're done. Okay. Well, thank you, gentlemen, for coming on the show. And uh, we will have a recap of this. You can go to Conroe Culture News. You can go to IRLoneStar.com, and uh, or you can go to YouTube and find it as well. Thank you very much, and have a great day. Thank you. Thank you.